1: Learn more at marines.com.
0: Miller, lovely cushion header. But you're muted! What a headshot! What a head!
1: The time to Luis Garcia.
0: Tries his luck.
1: must score. He must score. It's a dead The
0: For Liverpool! And Liverpool have won the Champions League! This is amazing! Hello everybody and welcome to a Champions League podcast special. Um, today has been the draw for the last eight, the last four. Slash home team of the semi final, the home team of the final, sorry, should I say, Champions League uh, for the 2021 season, held in Istanbul, if anyone didn't know that. Um, So we're joined by Anfield Index regular Mr. Guy Drinkle. We thought we'd get together and discuss the draw and the fallout. How are you, Guy?
1: I'm here because I would be here anyway. That's why. Of course you would.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah, so we, you know. Given I am the Champions League podcast host for this season, I badgered Guy this afternoon to come on and well have a little chat this evening about the draw for the Champions League because you know who else would I get on? Really, who exactly. else would be free on a Friday night?
1: Exactly. That makes me sound really sad, and I am. Well, it's that
0: or watch Leeds and Fulham? Which
1: I probably, I'll be honest. I probably will do after the podcast. <laughs> <That's>,
0: I'm <laughs> going to put it on in the background while it's on mute to myself. Um, so yeah, the draw today, last eight, Real Madrid, first sports, happy.
1: Yeah, I mean, when I was watching the the draw live, um, like the professional podcaster that I am, uh, it was obviously at that stage it was either PSG, Bayern, or Real, and out of them three, I'd rather have Real. Like, I know they've they've got the more well, they're the most successful team in this competition, but you'd probably think the ourselves and Real as the two underperforming giants this season because obviously we're we're buggered and they're kind of in transition themselves um, I know they won the title last year but it's it's seemingly been a strange season for them I don't watch a lot of the Liga so I am here for my expertise people but from what you listen to people like Dave and people on athletic podcasts and stuff like that it's it, it, quite a lot of it is a lot dependent on people like Benzema in the midfield, obviously aging a bit, but the the quality's still there. But Ramos is still Ramos, still Varane still Varan. But outside of Benzema, I mean Hazard, yeah. overweight, overrated. <laughs> well, yeah, but he always turns up against us. But we'll get we'll get into that more in deep. But no, I was quite as soon as Portal were off the table, I, I was happy with Real Madrid because. I mean, could you be happy if we played Erling Haaland? Probably not. <laughs> but, I mean, Real Madrid, an ageing side with only one real goal scorer. I, I, I wouldn't say we're favourites, but I think we're definitely in the tie. Whereas if we played City or Bayern, I'd be kind of crapping myself watching, watching the game, let's be honest.
0: Yeah, I've got to say, I was watching a draw, like, half hiding behind my hands when, like, City got Dortmund, I was like, well, that's City off the table, but it's also Dortmund off the table. And I know, as you say, there's the Harlem factor, but they are pretty poo at the back. And yeah. someone who watches Dortmund quite regularly, they cannot defend. Emery um, Chan's their best defender. Who's a midfielder? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who surprisingly isn't a bad player, um, we must add. But yeah, as, it was, as you say, as it was going on, it was like, it's PSG or Bayern left, You're like, please no. Please, just don't give us them. And then, obviously, they got through against each other. And then, for me, the nice thing was, I know like, we, we've we all bantered all season, it, there's no fans in the ground, but the second leg is to be held at Anfield as it stands. As we're aware and as we're recording, um, the information I think I've got is Madrid can't play their home leg in Spain if it's against an English team because Atlesco played their Chelsea tie. Away from home, so mm-hmm. you know we'll be playing two home legs. Puskas, get on uh, the Puskas Arena and then Anfield. So it's two home legs for Liverpool, which means we're going through. Simple as that, <laughs>
1: isn't it? <laughs> it is really. I mean, we just—it's just a shame both legs can't be at Puskas, obviously, because um, that is that is for this season. It's our home. Let's be honest. Yeah. Oh yeah. It till it we get we... Till we start winning there again, it's our <laughs> um, it, it, It's
0: it's red and white.
1: Exactly. It was built for it. I mean, we should buy the. Budapest team and put them in the FSG umbrella just just for that, just for that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think we could go wrong really. Because I mean, to almost a negative spin on it, if you go out to Real Madrid, so what? If you go yeah. out to Man City, knobheads on Twitter, <laughs> so you know what mm. I mean. Like if you lose to Real Madrid, oh, it's the greatest team in the world. Maybe not performing like it, but it's the biggest team in history. So what? But if you get knocked out by a Chelsea or a or a City, it, you get the twelve year olds on Twitter, and this is like eh, whatever. So we'll probably get into it, but just I just if we do have success in these games, just I can't another domestic final. I just can't. Like I've never cracked no. myself more in a in a game against Tottenham of all teams. Never mind a good team like Man City. So, yeah, just just avoid <laughs> avoid the domestic teams in the final. I know we might have to play Chelsea in the semi if we get through, but good God, avoid City.
0: Yeah, the the little romance you've just brought back there to me was the domestic final against Tottenham, which was shit, apart from the fact that we won. Yeah. Um, I watched it in a bar next to the Bernabeu. You know, a little bit of sentimental romance there. Um, no, because... We were chasing ourselves all around Madrid to find a bar that had let us in mm. because there was just hundred thousand Liverpool fans there who without tickets. So it was like, where can we go? Obviously there was the mountain Tottenham <laughs> fans, but not as many. And where can we get in? And somehow someone got the information to us that there was this bar slash cafe by the Bernabeu and we had to hop on a well, a train or a taxi, whatever we could get, um, to get up there and you know, we were cooped up in this bar with, I would say, four hundred Liverpool fans and about ten Tottenham fans, and it was probably had the capacity for about three hundred and less. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was good. Um, brought back good memories, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I will do a Champions League preview pod and look at Madrid more in depth. Um, but you've said, you know, the, the the key players probably for them this season is. Benzema and anyone who probably gives him the ball, probably Casemiro I think is their second highest scorer. Yeah. Um so, you know, on paper, well, I know we're missing a couple of centre halves, but let's go off the two previous games, the, the Leipzig and the Wolves game, and we've probably got everyone back who we can have back, so that's who we're gonna go in with. And would you say we'd have enough?
1: Um quite a lot of it depends on Klopp's selection i think because we'll have Hen- presumably we'll have henderson back I'm, uh, i think he's meant to be back over the international break but maybe maybe we won't risk him of it we have arsenal just before the first leg don't we so it's not exactly an easy warm up game i suppose but presume we have henderson back in this situation does that free up fabinho to go back in the centre back i don't want that but Nat Phillips and Kabak against Benzema. Mm, doesn't sound pretty, but at the same time if it painful memory time if we go back to the Kiev final pre fabinho and all that jazz and soon as them all gone off our midfield just simply could not touch theirs and I know it's been too many years since then and they've aged but so have our lot. Like I think without Fabinho in there obviously we have Thiago Nabi. Etc. Now in the midfield, but that back then that was the big difference between a team that was on the up and the team that was was it in my opinion was our midfield like our midfield built on pressing back then and Ginny Hendon must have been Milner because Chan was buggered wasn't he? It just literally Tony Cruz and Modric just toyed with him for most of the game. Well, as soon as Moore went off, they toyed with him so. <sighs> I'd rather Fabinho in there. We we need to match the quality in there, so Fabinho, Thiago, depending Henderson's fitness, probably Ginny. Um, I think that's probably our best bet to compete, maybe even outdo, because Casemiro, obviously, a bit younger, but they should be able to out-physically out battle their ageing free, unless Valverde plays, obviously, but Modric, Cruz, Casemiro, Valverde. Good players, but... I mean, great players. Pretty much all of them. Um, but if Fabinho's in there, I'd go into any game confident. But if it's not, I think we could get outplayed on the ball. So yeah, it's a, it all depends on the team selection, but I'd, I'd rather risk it with, um, with Nat and Cabacco, even if Ben Davies is alive by then. Probably not his debut in the <laughs> Burnabout, wherever. But Who's yeah. the Spen Davis guy you speak he of? Plays for he plays for Tottenham. He plays for Tottenham, mate.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, I mean, I, I do understand what you're saying, but you've got to put into context, their in midfield has not changed, really, apart from Valverde coming in. Mm-hmm. And that's, what, three years ago now, is it? Two, years, three
1: years? In pandemic time, it's about 12
0: yeah, I I'm I'm lost. It's it's the one well, Dave we, yeah, so
1: three Dave, years. Dave earlier a day told me Gareth Southgate was hired five years ago and I don't believe him, so
0: well Dave gets my twist handle wrong every single week. I
1: know, it's great, it's, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Um so yeah, they have aged three years and you know, it's been a long twelve months, so it's probably they've aged seven years. Um but as you've mentioned, we've got Thiago, we've got Fabinho in there. Arguably, Naby or Curtis could go in there, and that's a completely different feel from the the one mm-hmm. that they face in the final. A lot younger, a lot Clough, more energetic. Clough
1: will play Milner, though, you know this, and a lot, a lot more <laughs> technically
0: but Jiddy Milner Henderson, yeah, let's go for it. Yeah,
1: beautiful. Um, the Brexit midfield so, going on the continent.
0: Oh, please no. <laughs> I, that that's almost as bad as. The last time we played in the Bernabeu, and that shocking team that's been doing the rounds on uh Twitter the last what, Lucas, twelve Lucas or so.
1: Allen was the midfielder, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, Barini. Mankio. colo uh, Mankio.
1: Toure was the best player in the team. <laughs> oh. By a, a million rich. miles. Actually no, Chan probably was but Colo was mint on the night.
0: Absolutely uh, horrific. <laughs> um I'm just having a little look at this squad now. Uh Cruz 31 arguably coming to the end of his peak, still a quarter player, Modric. He's
1: been he's been around 25 years.
0: <laughs> Modric is 35, Casemiro 29, uh, Isco, if he manages to be fifth, because he mm. always seems to be injured, is 28. Um, Valverde is 22, so that's mm-hmm. the only youth within their midfield. The arguably. Um, looking at the back, Varane 27, I know. Mm-hmm all about him, uh, Ramos 34, Marcelo 32, both right-backs couldn't be injured, which is handy, I don't know who they play at right-back, because of don't Va- I think it's him.
1: Lucas Vasquez, the re- the winger who plays there, or he did a mid-week, or last he's, week, whenever the hell they played,
0: he's 29, Benzema's 33, I mean, I know he's carrying Benzema, but Nath Phillips has got a big enough head to deal with him, hasn't he?
1: Well, you has got Let's a big enough honest. head to deal with anyone. It's just if, like, they don't, if they don't pump the ball up for him to head, so you, he will run up and try and slide tackle you with his face. You've seen it,
0: yeah. I mean, Vinicius and Rodrigo, both twenty years of age, mm. Brazilian wingers, <clears> probably the the threat. Really, you'd see from them, and
1: yeah, I think it depends if wingers is their threat, um,
0: you know, so. I'd say I fancy our chances, especially if we got Fabinho on midfield. It's yeah, I think we, I
1: think we if even I think Dave put it this way on two on two forty. If we had one, not even Van Dyke. If we had one centre back fit out of the the three senior ones, I think we'd go into this pretty much favourites. But the fact that we got two rookie centre backs, no no, no, that's twenty three or twenty four, but yeah, he, he hasn't played a lot of senior football. Um, it, it just changes everything you've got one of the most informed clutch-up strikers in, in, in world football against. And I, I think both have done a really brilliant job, but in the context, they've not really played anyone. Like, if Wolves had Jimenez, that would be a test, but they didn't. Um, Leipzig barely play a striker, so they're kind of still untested a bit. And the, their first two games back after the international break are going to be either Aubameyang or Lacazette, who probably aren't as good as Benzema, and then Karim Benzema. So we're probably going to learn a lot more about our new look centre-backs in, in yeah. these next two games.
0: I mean, yeah, I caveat that with we've got three weeks off and mm-hmm. of the players who've been allowed the week off, I think there's eight who were named. Mm-hmm. Uh, the obvious ones like so Sasawa Mane, Ginny, uh, Thiago, Trent, Training. Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Allison and...
1: Navi got a game off, didn't
0: he? Yeah, but they, they were the ones who have been told to basically have a week away from the training ground and mm-hmm. rest up. And you'd like to think Nat and Kabak have basically just spent this week and the next couple of weeks just working on partnerships and patterns of play.
1: and Right, you Nat. Know, that. That's their box. You don't be... need to win <laughs> headers that far up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: When that ball comes, you don't need to head it all the time, even if it's only a foot <laughs> off the ground. Um, and uh, don't go chasing people outside of the <laughs> width for the penalty box because it's just not worth it. Um, but I, I, I honestly couldn't be happier. I mean, mm. I think we all probably want to Porto. Who, mm. you know, that it's just a the name. They still beat Juventus, don't they? We, I they don't do, know but it's a good, it's a good omen football. for
1: us if we beat Porto, we're going to a final. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and then I mean, there was people saying Dortmund. I probably thought yeah myself, but mm-hmm. it's the Haaland factor. I I'd take playing Benzema yeah, over two legs than true. playing Haaland.
1: I think the rest of the team for Madrid's obviously better, but Haaland. No, no disrespect to Benzema whatsoever. Like we, I think we need these items, One of the rumors back in the day, but Haaland. I mean, everyone's seen his Champions League record. It's Terrifying. <laughs> and he's playing for a not very good team. So is it
0: twenty one in fourteen
1: it's twenty got... someone in fourteen. It's like Yeah. What's gonna happen when he's at a Man City? A Liverpool please Jesus Christ, yes. Um or a real or a bar probably not Barca because they have no money. But it's if he it, when he goes to a top European team at the other teams might as yeah. well give well it.
0: You've just mentioned Barcelona, and it must be said, the fixtures have been uh, confirmed for, for the ties over the two legs uh, between Liverpool and Real Madrid. So, we go back from our mini-break with a game against Arsenal. It's uh, to be confirmed now. I think it was scheduled for the Sunday, but, you mm. know, uh, Champions League dictates uh, we play Tuesday nineteenth Real Madrid away. So, one would imagine that's now a Saturday fixture. With Sky Sports, I would imagine it's the half, half five
1: or half seven or eight eleven. Yeah.
0: Um, Real Madrid that weekend play Elche in La Liga, which uh, so I've just added there is scheduled for Saturday. Oh, I bar sorry, not Elche. Uh three fifteen off on the Saturday. So you know, if we go for the half five, it's roughly the same sort of mm-hmm. time between games. Um, obviously the as I just said, the Tuesday is the first leg. Real Madrid then have a small matter of Barcelona (laughs) on that weekend on uh, the 10th of April which is the Saturday at 8 o'clock. Meanwhile, we've got a scheduled fixture for 3 o'clock at the moment against Aston Villa at home. Those
1: games don't matter?
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then the return leg is the Wednesday. Um, Obviously, hopefully, as all being well, is at Anfield. So, if Skype, play ball and keep that at 3 o'clock on the Saturday it then gives us a 4 day gap um, Mm. before we uh, host Real Madrid at Anfield but obviously they go to honestly they host um, Barcelona in El Clasico now I've not really taken any notes of La Liga I know El Clasico Madrid have sort of tailed off a little bit Mm -hmm. so there's a potential that Barcelona can catch them so you know, it could be a big game, classicos always are. It's high pressure. That's gonna take a lot out of them, and I know we probably have aspirations to finish fourth in the league or be in the top four. Um, but our home form's been dreadful. And you know, we, we just take it with a pinch of soap, but Aston Villas of Barcelona, they both play in Claret slash purple. Um it's I would say.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I'll take
0: Aston Villa. Sorry, I've just got really distracted by Luke Ayling taking his hair out of a ponytail because he just scored for Leeds. Lovely. Uh, Which is not to be seen on the telly at any point. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so Villa versus Barcelona. Who were you playing that weekend? I
1: mean... depends (laughs) (laughs) depends <laughs> <laughs> we did get big 7-2 by Villa this season so maybe Barcelona uh, um, yeah I mean I think ultimately if we don't beat Arsenal like even a draw top 4 is already for me pretty neatly gone depending on someone absolutely imploded which is very possible we saw it last season with Leicester but we're going to have to win pretty much... What do we have? To do we have 10 games left? We're going to have to win probably nine, 8 or 9 games to win. Uh, to get even in chance a top 4. So if we, if we draw with Arsenal, obviously we'll be taking the Madrid game very seriously, but we could not just bin off and play the under-15s. You, you could, as I say, we could probably experiment. We could probably play... Say if we start a midfield of Fabinho, Ginny, Tiago against Real Madrid, we can then play, we can bring Henderson back in from injury, we can play Naby and Curtis as a midfield free, and then, Christ, even play like Rhys Williams. If Alisson wants to rest, we can play Adrian to see if we can top the 7-2. No, no. <laughs> Um
0: I would rather pay one of the Polish kids in gold and play Adrian again.
1: Well, so would I, but yeah. Uh, Kelleher might be back, but I mean... Yeah. Just put a polish in it. Can even get a goddamn game? Does he exist anymore? Ben Davies? Yeah,
0: he gets off the bench for two minutes. He he exists.
1: That's true, and he looks happy every time. Um, (laughs) So yeah, I think a lot depends on that Arsenal game, because if we we win, I mean, we might as well take Villa seriously, but at the same time, I'd rather... a lot, of, unless we get beat like five 0 in the first leg against Real Madrid. But if if we're up in that game, I'd rather just take the Villa game a bit easier, just, just to be sure. Yeah, just to be sure.
0: I mean, it's now it's the cliche, but it's the crunch end of the season, and mm. the reality is we've probably got a better chance of winning the Champions League than we have of getting fourth. It's a five game situation where we could conceivably we just need to win three of them. Um, and yeah. we could draw in the other two and we could win the biggest trophy on offer. I
1: mean we we only um, have to win one of them technically. <laughs>
0: well yeah, we could go through and away goal <laughs> really. Um but yes I see I five games alright it, it, it's Champions League, it's a different kettle of fish, but from the Premier League it's been our kettle of fish that we like to cook this season. Um, well especially since after Christmas with Leipzig but it's a hard one I think as you say that Arsenal game is huge now because not only is it determined how we are going to progress in the league but we've just come off two wins we've got a three week break you'd imagine the lads are all confident and happy and up for playing football and that Arsenal game is huge if we get three points out of that potentially a few goals, like you go into Real Madrid, absolutely flying, and who knows how the season then pans out from there. But it's a it's a hard one. But I'm going to progress it on and say we get through, and the semi final draw took place, and we will get Porto or Chelsea. Which again, if you were to offer any other two teams in the semi final, they would probably be the two teams you'd take. Team.
1: Yeah, it, it's a tough one. I think if we just be very flippant and just say presumably Chelsea will get through that because, well, Chelsea have been a lot better under Tuchel and Juventus, just very bodily, let's be honest. So You're not,
0: um, not liking Marco Griewicz Porto?
1: I mean, he doesn't start for them, does he? <laughs> he just pretends to be injured. No, um, he
0: does. He, he lies on the floor and wastes time.
1: Yeah, it's grand. I mean, we we could do a bit of that. Um, I mean, it'd be nice if part one. Um, but let's presume Chelsea get through. If we get through, it it's two different teams. Like we bat like the fir, the first time we played them this season, we absolutely battered them. We we outclassed them. We we had Thiago on at half-time, looking saucy. Um, Fabinho was pocket. This was before we knew Timo Werner was a bit crap. Um, Fabinho was pocketing Timo Werner like he was nobody um, as, as centre back for the first time this season, I think. Um yeah, we we that's probably one of our better performances of the season. But you look at the league game the other week when it was Tuchel's team, we couldn't lay a glove on them really, and I know we couldn't lay a glove on for them or Brighton or anyone else. <laughs> But they kind of they let us have the ball, but do nothing with it, and that's kind of what I'm seeing from Tuchel's Chelsea. Is they are so much better. Like as like it's it's chalk and cheese. Like you watched Lampard's Chelsea, and there was no organisation, there was no structure. It was pretty much canter, you run at the ball and see what happens. Whereas now, everything is like regimented. can't like Jorginho looks like a good player which is weird and I don't like it um but he's found a balance he's found a balance in the team obviously they need to score more goals but they must have they must have the best defense in the league maybe city because nobody can lay a glove on city but they've probably got the best league uh, defense in the league at the minute because they're just so controlled playing a back three they're switching up to a back four now the midfield looks more balanced um, they just need to find it up front and Kai Havertz looks improved so maybe he's the key but if they find the right set of wingers to go alongside Kai there could be a force and it, that'll be a tough game but let's be honest and I'm going to go proper Yadaria as you, as you lot like to say our team now regard, like with the injury is probably still a lot better than all 05
0: Oh yeah. By oh, yeah, absolute shadow of a mile. Like it yeah. it's not even close, I Except think. Except
1: the centre backs. The and Jerry.
0: Yeah. I mean that that's the only Even then two.
1: Carragher's not a clopp centre back, so he probably wouldn't get it at day. Even Saturday. even
0: even Sammy's not yeah. really a clop centre in terms he be, of physicality. You could be that Phillips, yeah. Phillips on
1: speed. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, our team now is still a lot better than all five. And that that the 05 Chelsea team is one of the best teams in Premier League history. So oh, yeah. Christ, I sound like everything I hate on Twitter here. <laughs> Um if we could beat that team with that team, we we could beat that Chelsea team. It'll be tight, it'll be boring. It might need a ghost goal or a one nil or Nat Phillips scoring a world league somehow. But I mean <sighs> Our our rivalry with Chelsea in European football is one of the things I grew up with, and it may not be the same because Rafa and Jose had Heat and Tuchel and Klopp are seemingly friendly. But it it'll all be it also be it'd be kind of nice to play them again if you get what I mean. Like there's so many like when we played Roma in the semi final, I could. It's just another team. Whereas when it's Chelsea, it's like I hate these bastards. <laughs> you get what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean. What happened the other week was it was embarrassing slash disappointing slash just meh. But I don't think Klopp would fall for that again. I think we were just in a really bad funk, and
1: he not sub he wants subseller off this time.
0: Yeah, and I think we were just in a in that situation where as soon as we conceded at home, our heads went down, and it was if if we if we get a home victory, hopefully against Villa when we next play at home, um, and just get that monkey off our back. But I think the last two games where we've won have put a little bit of confidence back in the team. And I just don't think Klopp would fall for that again. I think he he probably didn't expect that from Tuchel because I think what we have seen from Tuchel in the past is a bit more attacking football. This is really pragmatic. I know he's organised and I know he comes with a a CV, which is mm. guess what? What Frank didn't come with, and mm. lo and behold, a competent manager can get decent performances out of competent mm-hmm. players. Um, but I think he's just gone in there with the little bit of a siege mentality to you know, mm. we'll, we'll close ranks, we'll keep it tight because that's where we've had a lot of problems, and I can just build mm. a solid base and then we'll go from there and we'll see where we are I mean, in the summer, or whatever.
1: It wouldn't surprise me if. Unfortunately, if we get well, if we get through and then lose to Chelsea, it wouldn't surprise me if Chelsea won it.
0: Like, yeah, I can like,
1: see that. Like, can City see that. can defend, but they're not a defensive team. Whereas Chelsea, they can defend with their lives. Whereas City, have we ever seen them under proper pressure? Not really.
0: And we are going to come to the other side of draw yeah. shortly. Um, but i I deep down I'd rather see Chelsea win it than City. Because and I just don't want it City to, to win nothing. A toss. Yeah. Um I mean but we're we're writing off Porto and everyone. Andre, gets off Porto. <laughs> yeah. And everyone writes off Porto Easy when they win. played Juventus. But even the you know, the the second leg, like you just thought, well, Juventus have got Ronaldo, it's the Champions League. He'll come back, he'll score, it'll all be curtains. But you know they showed a bit of steel. They got through. They, they managed to, to churn out the results. Who knows? It could be because it's that freak of a year, like the results we've seen in the Premier League, especially without even going across the European leagues.
1: Dortmund, PSG, Porto. I, you
0: Liverpool wouldn't have probably had say them. In, <laughs> you wouldn't have had those teams together. I mean, Atalanta could have probably got through on a night against Real Madrid. It just. Mm so happens that they haven't really shown up. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's all there to be played for. It's all there to be hypothetically discussed. Um, It's a nice draw. I think that's all we can say is Mm -hmm. we probably couldn't have wished for a better one.
1: It's a fun draw as well. Yeah,
0: which takes us nicely onto the other side of the draw, Mm -hmm. which is everything we wanted to avoid. First of all, PSG buying. Like mm. they were the two with Man City we wanted to avoid massively and lo and behold they've got each other so as the competition progresses that's better for everyone because one of them is out
1: yeah I think the thing with PSG and especially for us they just have the pace to hurt us like again if we had one centre back fit I think we could beat PSG. In fact, we did a couple of years ago, didn't we? I think they beat us in the reverse picture in the group. But
0: Yeah, I think we beat them 3-1, three, 3-2 three, at Anfield.
1: Yeah. And Milner, Firmino like, late goal. M- Milder came on and just, <laughs> just booted Neymar straight away.
0: Well, body slammed them with his yeah. backside. Um, exactly. Yeah, I think it was a late Firmino winner at mm. Anfield, Anfield. Oh, yeah. Gold end.
1: yeah. But yeah... It, it, PSG, I think this season in particular, there's there's such like they're not even top of the league, uh, league league on. But you just look, Mbappe is running past Nat Phillips at will. We we don't we didn't we don't want he is
0: he is walking past
1: (laughs) exactly, like, and you add Neymar to that against Trent, who he's been much better, but he's still very up and down. Um, but he's probably been better. One of our better players these last couple of months, to be fair. He's
0: not, not good enough for England.
1: Well, who is, to be fair? <laughs> Jesse Lingard. We won't go into that. Man. <laughs>
0: We're not going down that hole. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, PSG, I think we could could have beaten PSG. But their weapons would just destroy our weaknesses. Whereas you look at Bayern, maybe Lewandowski would have been better suited to a Nat Phillips. Because there's a bit of a physical match-up from there. Quebec could, could probably outpace him, etc. But that Bayern team, it's just scary. scary. Yeah, I don't think they've replaced Tiago too well, but they'll, they'll figure it out. They've but still they, got like, I mean, they've got they've added Leroy Sane, who was like almost feared player in the Premier League. So that would he, that'd be not nice. Um,
0: he is. I think he's the one player I've genuinely thought Trent struggled against. On well, the time we
1: played against him. Yeah, they had, I think in the Champions League games, had, that's probably the one Trent got the one up on him. And then since then, it just, no. <laughs> they just battered him most of the time. Um, yeah,
0: I mean, uh. it it's the two teams we didn't want. And
1: mm-hmm.
0: fortunately, one of them's going to go out. Um, if it's anything as good as the final last year, then over two legs, that should be mm. really interesting games. Um, I just
1: hope it's not the same night as us so I can bloody watch
0: it. Well, I, it, we'll buy some time, we'll chit-chat, and I'll mm. try and find talk it about Man- I can chat day.
1: about Man City if you want, well, you look
0: that up. Uh, yeah, well, then you, we can do that, because Man City, I've got the romance of Alfinger Haaland's son, Erling Braut Haaland, coming mm. their way, and as much as we have mentioned before, that Dortmund were pissed at the back. He is a freak, he was made in a lab, mm. and the romance story of him going to City as Dad's old club. I genuinely think they've not seen a no no one's seen a player like him, but they've not seen anyone like him. like, it's like even, someone,
1: some it's like something someone would create on FIFA. Yeah. I mean I mean six four, fast as anything, powerful shot, great finisher. Like it's someone like as you say, made in a lab, it's, it's it's, it's not human. But it's. I mean, I kind of want him in the Premier League. But at Liverpool. But not. <laughs> Liverpool. Yeah. Because if he goes it, to City, it, it's over.
0: It's game over for the next like, five, six, seven years. This is a this is the
1: team who's had Aguero, who's the greatest, like, per night striker in the history of the Premier League. But if they had yeah. Haaland, who. Physically batter you, batter you, left-footed, which obviously makes you saucier and a better player. Um,
0: it's not It's not a left foot. it's a left-rocket. It, it just is. I don't think he knows how to caress a pass. I think mm. he just blams everything just hit, as hard as he can. He just
1: hit it as hard as you can and it's up to the person receiving it to stop it.
0: Yeah, or, it's the, just, or, or the keeper to get out of the way.
1: Yeah. So if if he goes to City, we might as well. Unless we're signing Mbappe, which I really doubt because we we're scrambling around for like 10 pence to buy a centre back in January. I'm going to would to drop 200 mil on a player now. But yeah, it's going to take some Michael Edwards madness to compete with that. But yeah, right, even if they don't get uh, Haaland, they're probably going to get. Harry Kane, not Lukaku, which is not not much worse, but yeah, it's uh, But anyway, on, on Dortmund, like as I said, I, they're obviously in a strange season. They've had got, a, I know they've got a few injury issues, but I mean, a front three of Haaland Hopefully, Sancho's fit for them by then. I'm not sure who played left. Maybe Torgan Hazard or or Rice if he's ever fit or someone like that. Uh, I know I know Chance their mid uh, their centre back at the min, but. We've seen Chan, like people have seen Chan dominate Man City in the past. And I know it's a completely different team to when he was at Liverpool, but Chan always turned up against Man City in midfield. He just did. He's
0: a big game player. He is. He was very, very good in big games for us. And probably people have slightly overlooked the Sancho story because he was a Man City youngster Mm. uh, before he did go to. Dortmund, so there's that sort of romance story elements in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, they've not nobody's seen a, a player like him, and
1: mm-hmm. Dude, Dortmund Bellingham have got well? one
0: way. Dortmund have got one way of playing, and it's just give it to him. Mm-hmm. And from the Bundesliga games I've watched, they're quite happy to let teams have a go at them mm. because it invites them on, and then they just leave it to Sancho and Haaland on the break and. Haaland can cover the distance of the pitch in seconds and that could be what they actually want in that game because City love possession, they'll pass it around, they'll play it around and you know they could lure them into a false sense of security like they did with Sevilla because Sevilla are quite a good team on the ball and Mm. they like to keep it and build up the pitch and progress and lo and behold Dortmund went and smashed them for three goals and Mm. Haaland backed all three and I don't think that's a gimme. I think we were all no. wary, wary of that tie for a reason. And I, I have done my little search online, and we play the same night as Man City and Dortmund. Therefore, it leaves you free to watch Bayern and Paz and Man the day after. I
1: mean, which. that's kind of still a bit annoying, but I could watch that on the laptop, to be fair. <laughs> so...
0: Yeah, I mean, we, we won't get the scored updates as Haaland, bags one, two, three, and 4. I we be the <laughs> but... same
1: night like as Chelsea Paul. <laughs> uh, nobody cares about that game. But yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's it's a tough one. I think Dortmund's defence is seemingly so bad, because the goalkeeper's not that good. The And they're playing like an 18-year-old at right back. Is Morsey is his name, I think it is. Um, or Bore, something like that. I know they Bore. have no idea. But you seen whenever I've seen the, the starting eleven, starting eleven for them, he's never really starting. Um, and then it seems to be Ch- like Chan in a back three kind of makes sense. But when I've seen it, it's been a back four, which kind of exposes him. And you would ra- again, I'd rather if I was in Dortmund I'd rather just play bad centre backs and play your best midfielder in midfield. Um, so yeah, if the I don't know Chan Hummels at centre back. Whoever I mean, back.
0: they've been playing from what I've seen. It, it's usually a kanji,
1: mm.
0: chan, and sometimes Zagadu. Um, goes in there. Mounier at the moment is being listed on. I'm on transfer market at the moment looking at the squad. He's listed as being fit. The only injuries they got in the squad is Schmelzer, Witzel, which I think is a long term injury, mm-hmm. and Sancho. Um, but I think Sancho will be back by the time uh, the Champions League. Mm. Resumes. Um,
1: It'll be so... interesting to see like Jude Bellingham as well. He's, yeah, he's obviously he's. I think mean, he he got named in the England squad, so we'll probably get to see him in a. And this is just me being English, and I I don't, I refuse to watch foreign football, but I don't watch a lot of Bundesliga either. But it might be the first time people see Jude Bellingham because I'm not sure everyone will watch Birmingham week in week out. Might not watch Dortmund week in week out, so Bellingham can really announce himself as the next England star. And being the next England star is, I mean, there's a lot of pressure. But you've seen it. It was Sterling for a bit. It's Sancho probably at the minute. Probably Jesse Lingard every every time now for some reason. Um, it should be Trent, but for some reason he's not treated like that. Um, but Bellingham can be the next one, and he can be he, he can be following in the Sancho blueprint of going to Dortmund and becoming this world-renowned star. So if, if he can yeah, perform I mean, against City, huge. It's
0: it's the it's the big stage he's probably waiting for. And just from the, the games I've watched with Dortmund, if they can put Chan next to him, he's a lot better. Because mm. without Witzel, that midfield is lacking a lot. And if they put Thomas Delaney in there, who is Arguably slower than Nath Phillips, which is a very, very is hard that, thing is to, that possible? to be. <laughs> but he <laughs> is—he—he he, he turns slower than, than Nath Phillips. He mm. runs slower than. That. If anything, he—he he runs slower and stops. Like it's unbelievable. Mm. But yeah, if if they can, if we can put a team together, let's, let's say if um, they've been starting hitting goal, but I think it, Berkey's probably slightly better. Um, and then a back four. If you go with the Kanji Zagadu, because you don't really want to put hobbles against them. Uh, mm-hmm. Rafa Guerrero and he's fifth. A midfield two of Chan and Bellingham. And then you play a free behind uh, Hazard Harland. So you free pick any free from Gio Reyna, Brandt, uh, Torgen awesome. Hazard, mm-hmm. Royce, Sancho if he's fifth. You know. They've got a lot of weapons there. Um, the midfield for them is key because that's where City just dominate the ball and they'll mm-hmm. just pass you off the park. Um, that's
1: why, got, albeit Liverpool fans laugh about it, Chan is quite mobile. Like, sometimes he turns like a bus, but in terms of energy levels and, and stuff like that, he will run all day. So they they need that against Man City. They, just oh, yeah. If, if, like, <clears throat> when... Football restarted and everyone was a Bundesliga fan for a month. Like Chan, I don't know, um, Witzel will probably be injured, but Chan and Witzel were, were a great centre mid partnership from what I saw. It's just a shame that, well, a sacked manager and a PE teacher manager seemingly just kind of not put them back together. So it, yeah, it's Yeah, I mean,
0: one. They're, they're very much going through the motions and trying to get to the next season, mm. and the, the Champions League is their distraction. Um and you know, there's no probably bigger distraction than playing Man City and mm-hmm. I think that's that, that that's no gimme. I mean, I wouldn't like to pick a, a winner between PSG and Bayern because mm-hmm. given the final last year it could have went either way and over I think two legs. Over two
1: legs Bayern should.
0: Should, but I think it probably helps PSG a bit more because mm like you'd say with us, if we were to play PSG in a one-off you'd probably slightly favour our chances mm-hmm. over it's a stra- two-legged tie.
1: It's strange because Pot seemingly hasn't settled in at all really and Tuchel, as we've seen at Chelsea can be a lot more pragmatic whereas Pochettino, we've seen his Tottenham team get better, might have been even this season, it might have been Mourinho to be fair but didn't buy and beat Tottenham like 8 seasons
0: <laughs> was it 7-2 over Agu- or 8-2 yeah, over yeah Agu- it was yeah. some
1: mental score so I've been in the battered last season I've been in the battered them in the group this season um, so yeah maybe obviously playing a PSG team and a Tottenham team is very different but it, it, is Potch set up for these big games where they are in transition they have obviously Mbappe and Debar, but beyond that there's not much there, I mean you've got Marquinhos, Verratti, if he's ever fit again, I don't. I don't think I've seen him play in about five years. <laughs> um, but as a team, like, really, if you, if you PSG and you're not beat and not win league up, you really should be sacked. I don't care if you've just been hired.
0: <laughs> yeah, and to Leo as well. Not even to like Leon. Who...
1: I, I, I think the third, aren't I? I, mean, I,
0: I don't know, but we'll a, I think we'll Leo are top and. I think Monaco might pretty, be second. So lucky. Monaco are definitely in the mix. They're definitely having the, their best season.
1: PSG is second, Leon are third, but on the, they're on the same point.
0: Yeah.
1: Are
0: Monaco up there? they imagining five. that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Monaco are winning as well tonight against yeah. St. Etienne. So that puts them, I think I'm on the right sort of live table. Uh, that puts them a point behind PSG and mm-hmm. Leon. Um. So it's it, it's arguably a four horse race if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know we, we 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 did say before this pod we'll keep this to forty minutes and we've probably gone.
1: We haven't close even talked to, about Man City yet. Yeah. <laughs>
0: close to an hour. I mean
1: um, before before I mean I mean we're on what we're we forty five minutes so let's squeeze in City for a minute.
0: Yeah, we'll 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 wrap up with City and a little bit of chit chat I mean. before the end.
1: Yeah, I mean what. We obviously are more familiar with City than any of these teams, but the bottle factor,
0: the, is, the Spurs factor.
1: Well, the Spurs and then there's there's bottle and then the Spurs. <laughs> so, but what we've seen from City is because, let's be honest, they've they sh- they knocked out last year by Leon, was it? The year yes. before that, it was Tottenham, was it? Yeah. Then it was us the year previous. Like, I know we're special in the in the Champions League because that's our tournament. City have the League Cup, we have the Champions League. Arsenal have the FA Cup.
0: <laughs> Levels. Uh,
1: <laughs> but, like, how can a City team, and I know, like, they had a 100 point season, 98 point season last season, but still, should be beating Leon. But how can you bottle it that much? Like, in what situation should City be losing to us, who were a fourth place team at the time? Spurs again were a top four team at the time, and Leon, who I don't even think they got in the Europa League last season in France. So, I, I like the bottle factor is the only thing that I that has me question City not winning this competition.
0: Yeah, but the caveat to that is, if there's any season they're going to win it it's this, because there's no fans. It's it's an atmosphere set up for Pep to, to dictate. Now, I don't watch much football this season because I've sort of fell out of love with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would imagine Pep just spends the whole 90 minutes calling the shots on the sideline, and that is probably what's getting City the, the robotic nature that they play. He is probably just talking them through the whole game, and it probably is a bit annoying if you're an opposition player listening to him chirp away with whatever hideous coat he's wearing on the sideline. <laughs> um, whether it be the stupid grey cardigan with the inside-out hood or oh, the no. pathetic blazer with oh, the massive badge. Oh,
1: it's as well, isn't it?
0: Yeah, he'll oh. pull something special out for the spring collection, um, <laughs> which nobody needs. Um, but... I think this is just the one the one season where it's just going to go their way because it's just so stale. Like They play in a church when there's fans in the stadium. Mm-hmm. Like That's why they bottled it when they came to Anfield because the Anfield atmosphere has killed them. Like, mm-hmm. I know it's cliche, but we've all seen what it's done to us this year. I mean, I know last season they got knocked out to Leon, and that was in the summer when there was no fans there and it was a bit of a one-off occasion. So, you know, you can probably caveat that as just a one-off where they bottled it again. But it just seems like since, what, November, they've just become this beast that has just churned out results after results Mm. after results. And you'd say they're missing Aguero, they've been missing De Bruyne, it doesn't matter. They just put another cog in that machine, and
1: if they don't win it this year, though,
0: then then, then there's a, for me, there's an argument to say, well, they're never ever going to win it.
1: But that, that's the thing, because let's be honest we we joke about Pep being a ball fraud, but they're never getting a better manager than Pep.
0: Oh no, never. I mean, he is arguably the modern day like Saki or Cruyff mm. because. He's changed football for, for many coaches. Like the amount of people who say like it's Pep ball, like where it was total football or Cruyff or whatever. Like he's influenced so many. And like if you just said who were that, who are they going to get when he when he goes? Like really, Nagelsman?
1: <laughs> I tell <tether. laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, he's not, do- I, like,
1: he's he's not got, doing. He's not doing anything. He's he's probably going to Bayern, but. He's, been, well, he's still he's got a been lot battered. to figure out I know he's been battered by Ole Gunnar Solskjaer as a manager yeah he's been battered and by a poor he couldn't. defence he, yeah, he couldn't lay a glove on Liverpool and we basically basically playing with like 5 people <laughs> we had John Henderson at centre back and they didn't play a striker like, Yeah. Well, <laughs> what's the plan well, I mean Nagelsmann, if he goes to Bayern, I mean, free, fair enough, he'll probably get a league title. But he'll have to if he wants the City job or etc. He'll have to. He's just not like Pep's so refined. Like he's mental, and sometimes he does overdo it, especially in the Champions League. But like he knows when to play a striker against a centre midfielder. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, but that is a good question. Once Pep goes, I mean, they're literally going to have to. Who were the best managers in the world? Simeone, Conte, Klopp. I can't see any of them going to City, and none of them are similar but, to Pep.
0: Yeah, Simeone and Conte completely different type of football,
1: mm, and Klopp. I think. Isn't
0: it? I you, I don't know. You'd really you'd struggle to to mm. replace him. I, I mean, I don't know. There could be a manager that appears in the next two to three years, but I mean, how long did he stick with? Pep? If Pep doesn't win it this year with City, which you know, for once, they've actually got a challenging draw if they are going to get through because they've always had easy draws. We, we've discussed that many a time. Mm. Um, but Dortmund, as we've said, isn't easy because of that monster up front. If they get through them, PSG or Bayern, I mean, good luck because <laughs> we've discussed mm. that.
1: And they then, beat they beat Real Madrid last year and then bottled it against Leon. So yeah, it, I it mean, and then, if it. they get
0: to the final, like, I mean,
1: like I'm starting to come round to Dortmund, <laughs> but no, I mean, yeah, C- I, mean, I think City are favourites for the for the Champions League. Like they should be. Oh yeah, they, they should oh. be. Like Bayern Bayern aren't walking away with Bundesliga. Man City are, and I mean, we've seen I think Leipzig are second in the Bundesliga, and we see the state of them. Chelsea embarrassed the La Liga leaders over two legs um hopefully we can do the same to real madrid um but man city considering the strength of the league and what the champions league is showing they they're the best team in the best league like it just it just is like we don't there's not an italian team in in this far so no no it, right. it's, by, it's like if they can beat it, it by in man city it obviously can't be a final but they're the best two teams in the world; they just are. But the Champions League is weird, and the best team doesn't you, doesn't usually win. To be honest.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, look at the, when Tottenham got to the final, like,
1: and that was against the Ajax.
0: Yeah, I mean, you would never have picked them in the semi-finals, but that's just how it goes, and it it's, it just sets it up for a really intriguing round of fixtures. I mean there was the narrative fixture list that was going round of you know Pep going back to buying I think it was and Chelsea PSG because it'd be the two core factor, and Klopp with Liverpool and Dortmund and I think that was all the narrative factor but I don't think it probably could have threw up a better selection of fixtures from a Liverpool point of view anyway because of the way the draws handled mm-hmm. itself but I mean City Dortmund. You said the Harlem Factor. PSG buying speaks for itself, and even Chelsea Porto. I mean, there's that old connection of Jose. I know there's no Jose in, involved in this tie, but you know he he come from Porto after winning the Champions League, and you don't know what you're going to get with Porto. And how did Chelsea approach that? Did he? Did they sit back like they have done and play like they did at Las Madrid? Because Porto got nothing to lose. They're going to. Go into that full of confidence after beating Juventus, so I don't think you could have probably asked for a better draw, really.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think we've we've got an interesting tie on paper. We avoided teams that could probably exploit our weaknesses, and until the final, there's not really a situation where we're going to get if for want of a better term, annoyed on social media by 12-year-olds, because Chelsea Chelsea are a proper club now. I think they've been good enough for long enough where you can say they're a proper club and you don't mind losing to them. Whereas Man City, it's like, there's like five years <laughs> I And mean, you're all annoying and loud, but like at least Chelsea can fill a stadium occasionally. And there is an atmosphere there, albeit it's only like one song. Well, they sing Chelsea and the Gerrard song, that's about it, but Man City, as you mentioned, it's kind of like, empty. It's, it's soulless. Like, Chelsea, there's something there. Man City's soulless.
0: Yeah, and at least Chelsea have won the competition. Like, yeah. They've got history, if you want to call Recent history, but they've got history. They've got
1: mm-hmm.
0: European Pets, they've won the Europa League.
1: Did they not win the Cup Winners' Cup in the 90s or something? Or 80s? I'm, no, I I'm, I'm think I'm thinking of Arsenal.
0: Arsenal did. Um, Chelsea have won the Europa League slash year Cup haven't they a few times mm. I think they did they beat United or did United beat them?
1: United beat them yeah that was a
0: other yeah I mean yeah because that was the where we played the
1: no they knocked did they Chelsea, not win it we played knocked, the Super che- Cup Chelsea knocked us out in the semi-final
0: they won the Europa League a couple of years ago because we played them in the Super Cup didn't we?
1: yes that was Lampard's first season yeah
0: um, yeah, because the, yeah,
1: they beat Arsenal. The penalty, yeah, they beat, they? They beat Arsenal in the Europa League, and then I think Rafa won it for them in twenty thirteen.
0: Yeah, because he won it and got sacked, and Di Matteo yeah. won the Champions League and got sacked. And
1: yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So <laughs> they they've got the pedigree. Um, Porto won it. I mean, apart from Dortmund. Everyone who's in the competition has has won it, haven't they?
1: Dortmund won Uh, it in the 90s. Oh, shit, yeah.
0: In that mad green. City's the only one
1: who's not won it.
0: City's the only one who's not won it, yeah. Mm. And arguably, if they don't win it this year, then they blew probably the best chance to win it.
1: (laughs) This may sound stupid, but they may may need to win the Europa League. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like, it won't be ideal. If they, I'm not saying like finish fifth, but if they one one time get a tough Champions League group and somehow end up in the Europa League, like we've seen Atletico Madrid, every time they go into the Europa League, they just win it. <laughs> they win it, and they're built on that. I know they never won the Champions League, but they got to a few finals and should have won a couple. So maybe that's it. Maybe maybe they just need a European success. Like just let the under twenties play in the Europa Vanorama Conference.
0: Yeah, I mean it's worth for United and Oli like, exactly. Like he's going to get a nine million pound deal when the Europa League. Well, exactly. But
1: if they don't win it this year, like, you'll ne- never sack Pep because, as we say, you'll never get a better manager. But it's a uh, it's a real straight. Like maybe it's just cursed. Like we always used to think Arsenal were cursed in this competition, but then they ended up being a bit crap. But maybe Man City can replace Arsenal as the cursed team that will never win it
0: would be nice. Mm. And I suppose (laughs) that is probably where we can draw the line on this (laughs) Champions League impromptu
1: chat. If you're you're a man's sake, you've had a listener to that. You're welcome. (laughs) Uh.
0: Yeah, I mean, as I said at the beginning, this was just a reaction to the draw. And we did plan on keeping it brief, but as we always often do, we just ramble and slightly go off track a lot. but that's how it is. And I think what it has done is it it's wet the appetite and it's it's got the conversation going because there's a lot of things to be discussed. I mean, we haven't even got into the narrative of Salah and Ramos. I mean, I'm mm. saving that one for the for the actual <laughs> preview pod. Um but like that narrative alone is probably what dominated a lot of the chit chat on social media. I've not really had much of a look today. I'm trying to just avoid social media because it's always just good to stay away from it for a few days, if not a week or two. And there's no real football to be involved in as a Liverpool fan. So, you know, stay away from it. Um, but I guess that's where we can wrap it up. And dare I ask, what have you got that you can speak of that people can listen to?
1: Um, So I was on two pods today. I was on Two Footed with Dave Um where we previewed the cha- not Champions League. we previewed the Premier League week and and he made he made Jay, he made me talk about the FA Cup. Uh,
0: okay. uh, uh, well, well, as a, as I said before the point we we'll would just do a little thirty second. I would like Everton to beat Man City because I don't want Man City to win everything.
1: Um, well, good luck with that. <laughs> and yeah, good luck with that. But, <laughs> but anyway, um, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, And um, that, that's not going to happen. Yeah. So, Two Footed with Dave, and uh, I recorded a one-up with Carl, so video game and stuff like that. Just all on my Twitters, on at Guy Yeah,
0: I mean, you're highly active. And for the sake of Dave Hendricks, if he does listen to this, at jreed1987 is my Twitter handle. <laughs> um, because he seems to get it wrong on a weekly basis on Two Footed. And I will be tweeting him every single week with a question, just to test his and pronunciation what of my, my Twitter, Twitter handle. <laughs> this is the
1: next reach question. <laughs> yeah,
0: please say my Twitter handle without fucking it up. Um, apologies for the language; um, it fell out. Um, but yeah, and we we've promised we will try and get a fantasy in because Simon will probably badger us if he goes top of the league this weekend, which means he's done well and has a good week. And me and you are just lingering around mid table, but. We will maybe try and just overview who's doing well, who's not doing well. and It's been a mess of a season, as we all know. Nothing's gone to plan. So fantasy football has well and truly gone out the window in terms of having the regular weekly podcast because there is no regular weekly fixture list. As we've seen this week, there's four random fixtures and four FA Cup fixtures, and then there's a two-week gap. Um, and... By the time we do come back to football, it's just coming into the Madrid game. So, as it stands, that game is on the Tuesday. I will try and get a Champions League preview pod out over the weekend. Um, We do play Arsenal. That fixture is probably to be decided for Sky Sports, hopefully a half-five Saturday kick-off. Um, So, I will try and get a podcast out after that Arsenal game to give listeners the chance to preview our upcoming tie. In the Puskás Arena against Real Madrid, and we're going to win it. Number seven, you're
1: having that P- title parade round around, P- around Budapest, uh, Bucharest, not Budapest, Budapest, Budapest. Same place. Who cares? L-
0: lovely, <laughs> lovely city. has got lots of nice bars. I must say. Um,
1: make a day of this.
0: Make a weekend of it. <laughs> uh, I, I won't lie. I've already had a look for flights to Istanbul. Reasonably priced. Um, but, yeah, we'll hold that one there for now. <laughs> um, so, all that's left for me to say is thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed our ramble. If you've made it this far, well done. Um, and join us for the preview part and everything else that Mr Drinkle's on. Until then, stay safe, look after yourself, and up to number seven European champion, Reds. <laughs> Nella, lovely cushion header. But yeah, you're muted! What a headshot! What a headshot!
1: Time to Luis Garcia. Tries his luck. What a goal! What a goal! What a night! Luis
0: Garcia
1: makes it 2 0 for Liverpool. Stunning bullet. Must score. He must score. It's a
0: Podcast Network.